Hello Skimo family, my name is Roland Ritz, I'm one of the three guys from Skimostats and welcome to the new episode of the Skimocast. The off-season is in full swing and we are finally back with our podcast. To be honest, it was very tough to do it during the winter period with all the traveling, work and stuff around the Skimo. But I can say that in the coming weeks you can look forward to new episodes with interesting guests and not only with uh, active racers. Today I spoke with 24 years old Swiss skimo athlete Alessandra Schmidt. Her first season with the Swiss team was only three years ago, but she has shown uh, very great potential since then. And last season she finished on the podium of the World Cup race for the first time. She claimed also second places at Celaronda and Monterosa. And out of 17 stars, she finished 13 times in the top 10. Despite the perfect results not only in winter, but also in summer in skyrunning, she is still a bit unknown in schema community. So enjoy the interview with Alessandra Schmidt. Alessandra, thank you for finding the time and uh, welcome to the SchemoCast. Yeah, thank you very much for inviting me. Uh, how are you doing right now? Are you enjoying the summer period uh, to its fullest? Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Like um, having some time off and some time off of racing, so it's it's really nice. Uh, I saw on Instagram that you are in Chamonix right now. Oh, is it true or is it just throwback? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's true. <laughs> Always true stuff on Instagram. No, no. Um, yeah, I'm right now in Chamonix doing some running um, for this week, and then I will go back home at the end of the week. It seems like uh, you are Chamonix lover because uh, I saw that also last year you have been to Chamonix also with Emily. You Herop, you did the the crazy uh, trail around the Mont Blanc. So yeah, you, you love it. Yeah, it is actually a quite nice place. It's um it's really nice for running. It has some really nice trails. So yeah, I. It is something special here with also the Mont Blanc and the view. So yeah, I, I do love it here. <laughs> That's true. Maybe we can name Chamonix as one of the biggest uh, mecca of uh, outdoor sports. Uh, so it's yeah. it's clear that it's yeah it's, it's very nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, at, at the very beginning, I would like to go back to your beginnings of if schemo uh, because I found some information that your very first schemo race was Patrick de Glacier in 2018. Uh, is it uh, true? Uh, and if yes, can yeah. you tell us more about it? Yeah, that's correct. Um, yeah, actually, I started schemo because of that race. Um, you know, you have to do it within three, like three people have to do it. So a friend and her mom were looking for another like teammate. So they asked me if I wanted to join. Um, so yeah, I just felt like, yeah, that would be a nice challenge because <laughs> um, yeah, I was doing some running before. So like my endurance was good and I was um, skiing also before. So I felt like, yeah, I can do it. But actually I've never really been ski touring. Like I, I did it maybe like four times in my life, but I had actually no idea how to like do transitions and like everything like the whole the technique aspect from schemo i had no idea so i basically signed up for this race without having any knowledge (laughs) um and then um i was looking for some training opportunities so i was searching on the web and then i found this local club uh, which is called mountain performance uh in in valleys in valley uh, 
Um, it's located in Verbier. So um, I joined them and I trained the whole winter actually with them. Uh, and so I also met some like people from the Swiss team and I actually, yeah, learned a lot of stuff. Um, but mainly only because I wanted to do the PDG. Um, so that was actually like, yeah, my intention, like my first race and my intention. It was never like to, yeah, to do any further races or doing World Cup races. I actually didn't even know that they exist until then <laughs> but then when I started I yeah as I said like I got to know like the Swiss people and then they kind of um yeah I saw that they were doing this world cup races and uh, it looked super cool so um yeah um later on like after doing the PDG I did like my summer races and then I did like a pretty good time on the and then the head coach of the Swiss national team was contacting me and was um, inviting me for a training camp with the Swiss team. And so I kind of made my my way into Schemo. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I think it's a bit crazy to start at PDG because, you know, it's a very long race with a lot of technicalities. You are going with rope. So yeah, that's, oh. that's uh, very, very good for start. <laughs> Well, it was only doing the smaller one, so that's a bit yeah. easier. Yeah, so, yeah. but still, yeah, yeah kind of easier, but, yeah. but still. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, for a beginner, yeah, I guess it's still long. <laughs> and uh, you, you talked a bit about your background that you are running and you did some skiing. So you are coming from uh, mostly skiing, or what's your sporting background? Uh, let's say since you were a little child, or what were you doing? Yeah, actually, I tried out a lot of sports, <laughs> um, like from gymnastics to soccer to tennis, like <laughs> all across the sports. But um, yeah, I was mainly like alpine skiing. So yeah, that's what I was like, mainly doing competitive. So until like I was maybe 16. Um, yeah, I just uh, stopped before face uh, racing or face level. Uh, so yeah, I would say my main sport was alpine skiing before. So skiing is your biggest strength in Skimo or or no? I wouldn't, well, I actually had a tough time like finding like out how to ski properly or properly. Like, I, I guess you can't really ski properly with those skis, but um, I found it kind of difficult because like the material is so different from alpine skiing. It's like the skis are so much lighter. The, the shoes are not so stable um yeah it's totally different like it's not you know like the carving style so <laughs> I had kind of a hard time actually to also like I don't know to find the right balance also I feel like a lot of people taking a lot of risk in the downhills I don't know so I never really yeah knew like how much risk I could take so I would not really fall or break something but I feel like now I kind of figured it out so I'm yeah I'm getting better and I having more trust into my material, I guess. So I'm definitely like uh, getting faster in the downhills, but I do think like I'm better in the uphills. Um, yeah, it's just easier for me. Which is actually, yeah, funny because I, I come from alpine skiing, so which doesn't really make sense. But <laughs> I just never really like I maybe I just discovered my talent for like endurance sport just pretty late. Yeah, that, that that makes sense for uh. 
Your first season, like you mentioned, with the Swiss Kimo team was back in 2019 when you competed in the U23 category. And since then, you are improving uh, season after season. Uh, what's behind this? Uh, is, is it all about that you discovered uh, some hidden talent uh, in you uh, with endurance sports or... Or I don't know, because uh, when I'm looking to your results, like in 2019, you, I think you did uh, one top 10 in your very first season, I think in vertical race, then the season, uh, the Corona one was pretty good for you. And the last one, uh, I think was a very successful one. So uh, can you tell us more about your progress uh, during the past three seasons? Yeah, I think I've gained a lot of experience like overall since I kind of like gotten thrown into the water. Like I didn't have any experience in schemo. So I guess like I learned a lot of things like the technique aspects, like the switchbacks, the transitions, um, also like the gliding. You have like some flatter parts. I had no idea how to glide with skins. Um, like I guess like it's just like Like over these years, I gained a lot of experience, the routine and everything that comes together now. And I actually really feel like this season was like kind of the first season where I felt like now I'm kind of settled in the schema community. Now I know how it goes, like how I have to do things. Like I'm not saying I'm like have it figured all out. I still have a lot to develop and progress, of course. But I do think like now I kind of know like Yeah, before a race, I'm not like stressed out because now I know what I should do. And um, yeah, I definitely progressed a lot in my technique stuff. Like, as I said, like transitions, which fits, fits switchbacks and like downhills and so ever. So yeah, I do feel like it's like mostly the experience, but I do have to say that like endurance always was like easy for me, like going up. As you always, as you said, like my my first vertical race, like in the U23 category, I did like a silver medal. Um, and I haven't really raced a lot before. So I mean, maybe there is some talent, but of course not only talent. You I guess you have to train um as well for it. I think talent is uh, important, but uh, we know a lot of uh, sportsmen uh, within different sports who are not, let's say uh not as talented as uh other ones but they reached uh golden medals at the biggest events so the talent is just a part of of a way of, of an athlete so yeah i agree with you and uh, we can see that uh, you are improving because uh i think two years ago i was speaking with you and you said that your favorite uh, discipline is vertical but you reached your very first uh, podium uh at home in Monjan this winter in individual race so yeah i think uh, we can see that you are doing good uh, also not only in vertical races but you are growing into complex racer let's say yeah actually i was surprised myself i always felt like my first podium will be on a vertical race that's true <laughs> so but i even better if it's on in an individual race i mean individual races are the best races in the end because it's like the full expression of schema like going up and down i mean i do like the vertical races because it's like this like you know like kind of like going against yourself like competing against yourself because they're like super hard and you just go all out kind of and i do feel like the pace in an individual race is a bit slower 
um, so I do think like the vertical race pace suits me better, but yeah, individual races are just so beautiful and in a beautiful scenery and just like the com combination of like going up like endurance and skiing down is actually just perfect. Couldn't be better. So yeah, um, that's actually nice to see that I can compete on a high level also on individual races. But when do you plan to try classic races like Pieramenta or Trofeo Mezalama? Uh, I know that uh, you are still, let's say, uh, new to this sport because three seasons uh, compared to, let's say, Alba de Silvestro, it's, it's uh, <laughs> like you are still uh, a child in, in Skimo. <laughs> But uh, I think you have the engine to do very well also in these uh, long distance races. Are you planning to, to do some in the coming winter, 22-23? Yeah, well, I haven't really seen the schedule yet, like the calendar. So it depends if it like suits the calendar or not, but I would really love to do like Paramenta ones or like other big races. So yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, like it's really hard. I feel like, like with all the races going on, like also I feel like in the future there's going to be more World Cup races. So it's going to be maybe harder to like participate on the other Grand Course uh, races, but um, yeah, uh, it's definitely also cool. And it's like, it, you have to do them because it's like, the classic races for schemo so um yeah of course okay so what does your summer training look like is it all about the running or have you changed during the last few years maybe also because of schemo um i well i actually always did a lot of different kind of things like i was always cycling a lot and running Uh, so I, I actually do like a lot of different things. Yeah. So, and I also like to do some other sports sometimes that's like play tennis or just like, yeah, for fun or climbing. I saw that you are cycling a lot recently. So, uh, is cycling, uh, the one or where are you uh, just getting the strength and the endurance, not only for schemo, but also for your sky running, uh, races? Yeah, I do think like cycling is very good for schema. Um, yeah, as you said, like for the strength and like uh, the power. Uh, and it's also super easy for making hours. For example, for me, like running, like, I don't know, four or five hours seems pretty long. <laughs> so I don't think yes. I have like my body reacts really well to it. So I prefer to, to cycle for hours and just running like shorter, like maybe two to three hours maximum. Or maybe four hours depending on the trail or the tour i've planned but i do think like it's easier to make longer hours and also like the impact on the body is way better with the bike um because you don't have the shocks like from running down so yeah i'm yeah i, I really love cycling and i think it's a good preparation for winter and also it's good for running like you train your endurance anyways although it's not the same movement so For example, like like compared to someone that runs every time, like you, it's probably hard to keeping up with them like on the flats. But yeah, mm -hmm. in the end, like I'm training for schemo in the winter, so um, I don't need to be fast on the flats because I don't like them. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and, uh, <laughs> what about your status right now? Are you a professional athlete or in what uh, mode are you uh, training and uh, living right now? 
Um, I actually am studying at university in Bern. Um, I study economics and some sports science. So okay. yeah, I, I guess like I'm a semi-professional athlete. Um, I guess like studying doesn't take up as much time as doing like a, a job. Um, but still like, yeah, I'm not like a hundred percent professional. And, uh, how many semesters do you have, uh, left <laughs> in your studying career? Uh, I actually, um, just like finishing my bachelor right now. So, um, okay. yeah, I will finish it this summer and then I will see if I will keep doing a master or just taking a break maybe for a year, uh, because right now I'm kind of unmotivated for school <laughs> but i guess it's normal like at the at the end of like uh, a year or at the end of um like a big thing like the end of a bachelor everyone is kind of like has seen it and wants to move on so i'm kind of in this state right now <laughs> where i'm just want to yeah maybe try out like being a professional for a year and yeah maybe also like joining the army um in switzerland although it's like not the same system as in other countries and maybe a bit less support but still um yeah i guess like uh better than nothing do you feel that uh, the status of schema when speaking about the uh, professionalism uh, is improving in swiss or or how is it uh, going uh, also with the olympics be before us um i think like in general will definitely help um like if a sport is an olympic sport it helps for sponsors uh and visibility but i do think we're still like if you look at the mountain we're still pretty low on the climb <laughs> definitely not on the peak <laughs> so um, yeah. i hope it's gonna be growing the next few years but still i feel like um yeah it's like kind of like an outsider sport so it's not really it's not really that easy um because i think it's actually sad to see because yeah we put so much effort in it and it's such a nice sport but yeah i do think like in switzerland it's hard to tell because we also like the culture is so different within switzerland like having like four spoken like languages i do feel like the french speaking part is more on it and they also publish more on it also in television but i do think like the german speaking part um yeah they're not really yet there where they should be but i'm sure since it's becoming olympic things will change and as soon as it's getting closer now we're still in 2022 so but i think if it's like 2024 or 25 then it's like getting soon like to olympic so um it's definitely gonna change or i hope so <laughs> What do you prefer, a long session or intensity? Oh, that's hard. <laughs> Both, <laughs> depending on the day. If it's a bad day, intensity. If it's a nice day, long sessions. Fair, fair enough, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is your favorite training place? Oh, <laughs> well, hard to say. Um, I really like my place or in general, the, the valleys. Um, but yeah, I mean, since I'm in Chamonix right now, I mean, Chamonix is pretty nice too. So, <laughs> no favorite place. There are lots of great places. Uh, in what interesting place would you like to race during winter? Ah, yeah, I would really like to love. Uh, I would really love to race in Norway. But I've heard maybe that's gonna come true. <laughs> my dream. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> we, we have a bit of embargo still, but uh, yeah, we, we will see, I think, tomorrow, yeah, uh, the calendar will be out uh, for everybody uh, on Thursday, 9th of June, so maybe uh, the dream will be real in the next season. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. I think it will be one of the best uh, World Cups because everybody is speaking about Norway and uh, this side <laughs> of uh, Europe. That uh, yeah, we want to go there uh, because I think we are seeing the images and videos back from the races in Norway, like almost ten years back, and it's still amazing. And to to go back there, it would be perfect, uh, not only for the racers but also for the whole sport because Norway is very strong uh, winter country. So it's uh -huh, a win-win situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's like so beautiful there with the fjords and everything. So yeah, that's definitely a place to go, a place to be. So that will be fun. Yeah, I, I agree with you. <laughs> uh, how does your ideal rest day after hard race or hard training session look like? Oh, definitely with some good food. <laughs> um, yeah, like um, maybe like a hot chocolate with some whipped cream and a pizza or I don't know, a tiramisu, like whatever I can think of. Food or yeah, <laughs> just chilling, chilling and food. That sounds perfect. Uh, which part of the equipment do you pay the most attention to? Is it skis, uh, bindings, uh, or I don't know, or something different? Oh, that's a hard question. Well, I do feel like bindings are very important that they work because like without the working binding, then yeah, everything can go wrong. So maybe bindings, also boots. I think the boots are very important. I mean, but in the end, like everything has to work. So, like with no skis, it's <laughs> it's not happening either. So, I think schema is a bit of a game of details. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, do you like listening to music when training? Uh, yes, I actually do. Like, well, not if I have company, of course, <laughs> that would be a bit rude. But if I'm on my own, I really love to like to listen to music. Uh, I know that you are cycling a lot, so which climb is your favorite one? Is it something from your home valley or maybe something from Garda region because you were there uh, like in recent past? Yeah, well, hard to say. I do like to climb a lot of different climbs, so I don't have like a favorite one. Definitely Lago de Garda is great for cycling. I love it there. Uh, but also like my home like kind of passes. So there's like a loop I do. Sometimes it connects like three calls um, or passes. Um, uh, Nuvenan Pass, uh, Gotthard and Furka, which is like 3000 elevation gain. I do like to combine like calls like this. So um, I, I guess, yeah. But there's so many beautiful like climbs. Also like the, for example, in the Provence, like the move on to. Yeah, I wouldn't say this or this is my favorite. Wherever I go, Usually beautiful. So, uh, are you a Netflix fan, or are you watching to some movie series or stuff like that? Yeah, I am on Netflix, and yeah, I do like to watch it. Well, I have my faces. I can watch like one series in one day, but then I can also not watch what Netflix for like a month. So, 
it really depends what is going on. When I have a lot of schoolwork, then I just prefer not to watch or start a series because then I, I can't stop anymore. So that's really bad. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but I do like to watch um, sometimes. It's nice. Nice and relaxing. So do you have your favorite series on Netflix? Oh, I don't have a favorite series. Whatever pops up or is like in for the moment, I will watch it. Well, not everything, but um, yeah. I was watching like Money House, um, but that was a long time ago. Uh, yeah, like, I don't know. I can't think of like a series right now because I'm not watching one right now. But um, yeah, I've probably pretty much seen a lot of them. If you name them, I will probably say, yeah, I've seen it. Uh, who is your best friend from the Schema world? My best friend from the Schema world? Oh, <laughs> that's a really tough question. Oh, uh, best friends. Well, I mean, I do have like a lot of best friends or best friends, like good friends, I would say. Um, I mean, I do get along with the Swiss team, but I would say like I've spent most of the time outside of the Swiss team with Emily. Um, so I would say I really get along with her, but I mean, also I gotten to know better Alba this year. So she's also super nice. Yeah. I just, um, like to spend time with other people in general. So I'm a pretty open person. So yeah, I wouldn't just name someone specific. They're all nice. Okay. So this is the end of the transition zone. Actually, my transitions were super slow, but I, I guess that suits my actual transitions. They're not so fast. <laughs> <laughs> ah, don't worry, don't worry. Uh, at the end, it's uh, about having fun, and uh, sometimes the transition zone is the most interesting part uh, here in Schemocast, not not in not in races, <laughs> uh, especially during sprint races. You don't want to spend there more than let's say eight or ten seconds, but. But yeah. in, in this well, uh, transition zone, it's it's very nice, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I agree. Okay, so let's get back to more important talking. Uh, last summer, you and uh, Emily ran around the Mont Blanc. Uh, you mentioned her as one of the best friends from the Schema world. So do you have anything planned for this summer together? Um, yeah, we actually we have at some point. Well, it's like, you know, like we have a plan, but not a plan. <laughs> so we have planned or we want to do something, but we are not sure yet. Um, yeah, maybe you've seen that she has like an injury on her foot. Um, yeah. So it's getting better, but she doesn't know yet when she can run properly. So we're not sure. Maybe we're going to do like a tour with a bike or like a cycling tour, mm -hmm. uh, maybe in July um, or maybe some running uh, later uh, this summer. So, but yeah, we'll definitely do something. We don't know yet exactly what, but yeah, it's going to be a surprise. <laughs> uh, sometimes the plans that you are not uh, thinking about for a month are the best ones. So, <laughs> you know, just to make yeah. something uh, happen in, in a day is uh, the best uh, adventure of a lifetime. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I agree. What about uh, this year's uh, sky running season? Uh, are you planning to do some races? Uh, yeah, I, I've planned some races, but I'm not sure yet. Also, like lately, I've had a smaller problem with my foot. So um, I'm maybe not in my best running shape. That's also why I've been cycling a lot. But uh, I, I guess I will probably do um, the Sermat half marathon 
um, it's like part of the Golden National series. And then I will maybe do like the Stranda Floor Trail, like, uh, yeah, in Norway, like from the Golden Trail series. Um, yeah, maybe seriously now, I'm not sure yet. Yeah, maybe those Skyrunning World Championships in September. I'll see um, um, how it goes. I just like, yeah, if I am up for it and want to do it, then I will do it. And if not, I don't put like any pressure on myself. Um, it's more about enjoying. I also like to just enjoy and go for long runs or rides uh, during the summer. Not necessarily like just competing, just like having fun and going on adventures. So, yeah. yeah. So you are planning to enjoy and to have fun on trails uh, with or without the bib number. <laughs> We can yeah, name it like that's, this. Yeah, exactly. That's true. I mean, like, especially like, I feel like the winter is so long. So, yeah, yeah I guess you have to be careful um, not to overload and not to do, to do many races. But of course, it's nice to do some races to keep up kind of like the race pace or the race kind of feeling. Because it would be long not to race at all and starting to race in I guess November or December. But um yeah, I don't I do feel like it's good for your body to just like step back and just like have some easier weeks. Because like I mean like races are nice, but they're also like time consuming, you know, like you have to prepare for them and then you have to rest a few days before. And I'm super bad at resting, so <laughs> so yeah. Okay, okay. Anyways. <laughs> I will do some races, but yeah, however it will go, like, just go with the flow. What was your first reaction when you heard that the Skimo is now an Olympic sport for Milano Cortina 26? And uh, what do you think the Olympics will bring to the sport? Or what are you hoping, maybe? That's better. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, uh, as an athlete, I feel like it's a pretty cool um, opportunity to go to the Olympics. So when I heard it, I was pretty excited. Um, but then the fact that only a few people can go is kind of sad. Um, like only, I guess, two per, like two, like or four, like two female, to a male per nation. Um, it's a pretty low number. So yeah, I guess it's going to be hard to qualify for. But um, yeah, it's definitely good for the sport. I mean, it gives the sport more visibility and it's also better for sponsors and money wise it maybe helps people or like athletes i guess um to be more professional but also like then on the other side it will change the sport because it has to be more adopted to like television and like a, a shorter format so it will definitely change the sport but i mean that's a compromise if you want to be in the olympics then yeah, you kind of have to adopt. So, but in the end, I, I see it as a positive thing for athletes and for the sport. Um, yeah, also like, I mean, I haven't been in the sport for so so long. So I guess like the races have already changed um, to before, like they're like more in like ski areas kind of now. Um, but I mean, that's not a bad thing because you can make super beautiful races also like in a ski domain, um, not necessarily on the slope. Um, so. But yeah, it will definitely change the sport, but I think it's a good thing. Um, we can only benefit from it. So yeah, we should keep keep our hopes up and yeah, hope for the best. That's all what, what we can do, I think, <laughs> right now. Uh, and when 
speaking about the Olympics, I think uh, a lot of athletes uh, has the Olympics as the main long-term goal. Uh, is it the same for you or maybe World Cup, uh, winning the overall World Cup or I don't know, Pieramenta is a uh, goal of yours or what's your main long-term goal in, in Skimo if you have one? Uh, well, I mean, going to the Olympics is definitely a dream. Um, I guess like every athlete would like to do that if possible but of course like not everyone can do it um so it's definitely a goal but i think it shouldn't be like the main focus or you shouldn't only be focusing on this goal because you never know what will happen in four years so it's definitely also like about like world cup races um doing uh, more podiums in the future and maybe also like a good overall ranking um and also like making good results on the classic races so Yeah, I guess like it's a whole picture, like not only the Olympics, but in general, like being one of the top athletes uh, in Skimo. Okay, and uh, yeah, we are at the end of our interview. And the very last question is maybe the hardest one. Uh, it's a bit tricky because uh, I want to know where does uh, Alessandra Schmidt see herself as a person, mountaineer, racer in general in 15 years? <laughs> in 15 years? <laughs> oh, because oh in, my in 10 years you are still 34. You, you will be still, let's say, young, but, but uh, in 15 you are around 40 and... You know, that's uh, where the career of professional schema or the the high-level schema athlete is coming to end, let's say. So, <laughs> yeah, um, that's a really tough question, as you say. Uh, well, I guess, um, yeah, I don't know, like maybe still like doing something sports related, like, um, I don't know, like having like my own company and like offering like trail running workshops or i don't know like cycling tours or schema tours something like sports related um uh, i could also picture myself like as an event manager um, i really like to organize things um uh, running my own hotel or i don't know um i will sure come up with a plan i will i'm never bored so i always have lots of ideas so yeah i'm sure i will do something great hope so inspire other yeah. people that would be that would be cool well i, I agree and uh, i think uh, this question is not actual uh, for yeah for these 15 years because uh, you are still pretty young uh, pretty young also in in schema terms so uh, you are racing for three four years so on the biggest level so We are we are looking forward to your progress towards the next seasons because you are jumping up. Uh, we can we can say like this, and uh, that's great. Uh, thanks for your time. It was uh, amazing to talk with you, uh, especially when when the person from Skimo World is uh, as good English speaker as you. You are better than me, so <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> oh, oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, it was a lovely chatting with you. And yeah, what can I say? The best is yet to come. <laughs> okay, okay. So we are looking forward to the best version possible of uh, Alessandra Schmidt. <laughs> yeah, I Thank hope you again. I will one day. Yeah.
for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye.